You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoppinStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's part two of our weekly discussion of your questions and comments, which come to questions at drhoffman.net. We call it Q&A with Layla. All right. Uh, Layla, what is our next question, please? Uh, we've got one from Bernice. Please tell us what to do with, my eight, with an 81-year-old mom that has Parkinson's. She can't swallow and sleeps all day. They're telling her to drink Boost. I found a website about thiamine for really good results. Mm -hmm. Her doctor said absolutely no vitamins. I'm sure her getting six jabs had something to do with it. Any help with this is much appreciated. Okay, so this is a person in the very uh, uh, end stages of advanced Parkinson's disease where she just wants to sleep all day and she can't swallow. It actually is affecting swallowing. Yeah. So uh, there's a little less of a prospect for thiamine to be helpful. High-dose thiamine uh, has some potential in Parkinson's. I've read some of the studies. They started coming out in like 2014, 2015, and there's some studies that suggest that, you know, you get about 50 milligrams from thiamine from a B50, like a potent B complex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we're talking about here is uh, hundreds and hundreds of milligrams of thiamine. Wow. And thiamine can be tolerated at high doses. It's relatively non-toxic. So uh, <clears throat> I think the only impediment to uh, taking vitamins, I don't see why the doctor's waving their arms around the person's already on death's door anyway, is if they yeah, choked so. on the vitamins. Yeah. So they could get maybe thiamine injections or a liquid form of thiamine. It wouldn't hurt. Yeah. And, you know, other things that help. Uh, Parkinson's are probably energetic things for the mitochondria, like coenzyme Q10, NT factor, uh, NADH, glutathione. Uh, you know, so, lots of glutathione. Yeah, so these are some of the things that that might be plausible in Parkinson's, mm -hmm. but I don't think that this is the case. But let's talk about uh, nutrition for people who have difficulty swallowing. Because, I mean, it runs the gamut from people who say, I don't like to swallow pills. Yes. Who walk in here and they're relatively healthy to people who are, like, uh, hospitalized. And I know you have hospital experience with people who had what's called dysphagia. Yeah, which is dysphagia. Uh, a, a medical term, which means that <clears throat> some people have damage to their swallowing apparatus or they have yeah. a neurological disorder. Yeah, or like they've had strokes. AL, ALS, strokes, yeah. Parkinson's, uh, or, you know, some kind of uh, throat cancer, radiation of the throat, something yeah. like that where it makes it difficult to swallow. So what do you do? How do you get the nutrition to them? Well, well, back in my days as a hospital dietitian, we're going back to 2004, 2005 now. Okay. Right? Before yeah. I happened upon the Hoffman Center. Yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> and, right. Right? So 
basically, you call for a swallow evaluation, okay. which is What's done that? by a, they. It's an evaluation of the ability to swallow, and there 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 are phases of dysphagia that is then diagnosed or determined okay. by like a speech pathologist. There's a oh. swallow evaluation that's done. Oh. They're able to determine if the trouble swallowing is with thin liquids like a water or a tea, right. or if they're able to swallow thicker liquids where it's felt like there's more control so, somehow. So paradoxically, something that's thicker could be more easy to swallow? Yeah, as opposed to a thin liquid slipping Which, by and you can choke. going wrong. And it chokes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. So it. it's that kind of a right. thing. Right. Uh, which is very interesting, okay. and that's determined by that kind of an evaluation, right. and that determines the relative thickness okay. that a liquid should be, or how the food should be pureed to what degree, okay. or the soup, okay, for so, example. So we have had patients who come in and they say, "I hate to take vitamins. I can't. I can't hate swallow. pills." Yeah. So what do you suggest? They don't have dysphagia. They just have trouble getting yeah. them down right. without drinking a liter of water. Right. So they feel waterlogged. So, so I take a protein shake and can yeah. you add like some vitamin concoction sure. to that? You know? Sure. Especially yeah. if they're capsules and, you know, instead of having to crush a tablet or something, you're better so, off. But there are a lot of, you know, we could prescribe liquid So the protein shake I'm liking well. these days is... Um, Thorn makes a nice protein, mm -hmm. uh, whey protein. Yeah. And it comes in vanilla and chocolate. And mm. I use uh, I use the vanilla. And actually, sometimes I add, uh, f uh, to make it chocolate, I add the uh, Flava Naturals Oh, nice. You get a boost. Cocoa powder. Yeah. And I get like, so. It, nice but, energy uh, boost, too. Which I think is good, but it doesn't cover all the vitamin needs. Is there such a thing as liquid vitamins, or do they just taste horrible? Oh, you, well, there are liquid vitamins out there, but they'll probably taste like cough syrup. Yeah. Okay, you know? so you want to camouflage them a little bit. You want bit. to camouflage that a little bit mm -hmm. or something. But it is possible <clears> to <throat> find uh, uh, powder forms or open the capsules and put it in and blenderize them. Sure, and blenderize it and, yeah. and, you know, take it that right. way. Right, liquid omega-3, for example. Exactly. Anti-factors of powder. Yeah. Uh, I know that... Um, um, and, I, and Bernice, if, if, the, if, there's, if they're telling her to drink something like Boost, which is something creamier... So she could probably swallow a thicker liquid okay. if you could make her whey protein with that kind of consistency. Right. And, you know, add a B-complex in there or do something, even though the doctors, unfortunately, are saying absolutely no vitamins. And then why in the no world? vitamins. Why would you want to why would you, kill why somebody would you faster? No vitamin yeah. D. No, I mean, that's a way to kill somebody. Oh, more. my goodness. Yeah. And, and there's actually evidence on vitamin D in Parkinson's right. uh, What uh, What's the problem with Boost? It's full of sugar and fillers and garbage. Poor it's quality. Just garbage. Poor quality stuff. And, minim and it, has, sure. it has vitamins, but in the least bioavailable form. Except, yeah. And in minuscule amounts. Yeah, it's like putting vitamins in Coca Cola. We don't want you to drink that yeah. either. But it is a commercially available thing. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, but I, I just, I mean, I, I don't know what this doctor is thinking. I mean, it just almost. It Criminal. makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Bernice, best of luck to you and your mother. All right. So, oh, we've got an interesting email here from Cindy. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. I have a thyroid deficiency and the symptoms to go with it. I'm 68. I have very dry skin, low energy. My hair is falling out. My new osteopath did a blood test and prescribed leothyronine. 
I'm also seeing a naturopath. So leothyronine, there's yeah. there's two basic things in, in that the thyroid makes, T4 and T3. Mm -hmm. uh, leothyronine is the T3. And, you know, I don't usually prescribe it alone. I prescribe T4 plus T3 and yeah. armor thyroid. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes for some patients, we'll give them Synthroid. Yes. Because it's easier to monitor. But I rarely prescribe leothyronine. And a yeah. chiropractor prescribed it? I An guess osteopath did. Oh, wait. The, the osteopath, osteopath prescribed, prescribed the okay. leothyronine. Okay. But she says, I'm also seeing a naturopath who wants to be off of that. And I've read your info and how you've mentioned armor thyroid, like you're talking well, hang, about now. Hang on. What, like a naturopath. I mean, this is a problem that I have with some of my colleagues in the field of integrative medicine. Um, on the one hand, you know, you've got conventional doctors prescribing an excess of things yeah. and not recognizing natural things. There's mm -hmm. no question about that. On the other hand, the battle lines are drawn. You have like naturopaths who say, don't take medication because it's a prescription mm. in, a, in kind of a blanket dismissal of all of medicinal intervention. I mean, it, no. it's, it's, you know, it's ideal. It's, I, I, it's ideological rather than right. scientific. Right. And yeah. so, I mean, I don't know what the situation of this person's thyroid is, whether it really is merited that the person receives some thyroid because yeah. I don't know the results of their tests or their clinical yeah. situation. But this would be a consult for, for Cindy, who's interested in the Armour Thyroid product, but she says, I eat kosher only. Okay, and well, I stay away from anything with so pork. This is it. what I, I see a lot of Orthodox patients because I'm in New York. Yeah, yeah. And so, we do. you know, it's yeah. inevitable that we see, I mean, we see Jewish patients who don't keep kosher mm -hmm. and we see Orthodox patients who keep kosher. Mm -hmm. And from what I know about Jewish law is that it prioritizes health over dietary compliance. Yes. Because the most important thing is to preserve and protect human life. And dietary laws, while important, are secondary to that. So it's a misinterpretation of dietary laws to say, for example, that when insulin was first invented and it was derived from pork, mm -hmm. that Orthodox Jews should not get insulin to save their lives. Mm. That was quickly adjudicated by the rabbis of the Orthodox religion that, you know, we're going to save these children by injecting unkosher byproduct yeah. into their bloodstream because it was life-saving insulin. Yeah. So, same thing with thyroid. I mean, thyroid is not, it's not like, oh, I want to have bacon, or I want to have, you know, an unkosher hot dog, or I want to eat lobster. Yeah. It's, that would be more for, you know, hedonistic enjoyment. Yeah. This is for a medicinal wow. intervention. Mm -hmm. So, I would say, get over it. Yeah. Get over it. And, yeah. or ask your rabbi for an interpretation. I'm pretty sure your rabbi will say, if your doctor is prescribing it, and it's not just for fun. Yeah. Then, you don't want to take armor thyroid right. just for fun. <laughs> right, 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 right. There you go. Cindy, there there you go. Okay. So, yeah, she's looking for T4, and by the T3. Way, and by the, there, yeah. there are alternatives to armor thyroid. If, for example, yeah. like, let's say... She's it, looking uh, for something natural. There's a rare, there, there's a rare condition, which is um, a condition where people are allergic to mammalian uh, products. Okay. You know, like meat and pork and lamb, red meat. Yeah. Uh, it's alpha-gal alpha syndrome. Gal, yeah. So under those circumstances, well, I can't, I, I, I really am allergic. I'm not just in my head thinking that's, you know, like I'm a Muslim or a Jew. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't have that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there are alternatives. There are, are uh, combinations that are uh, T4 and T3 that are synthetic that are not derived mm -hmm. from 
pig. So you, there are those things. I mean, yeah. an example of which, uh, and I have a sample right here on my desk. It's uh, NP thyroid, thyroid oh, tablets. Oh, NP so, thyroid. Um, yeah, so it says, yeah. Terrific. And uh, that that might be an alternative. Then, so it, it's it's a it's a com it's made by Excella <clears throat> Pharmacies, and yeah, you know, terrific. So Cindy, there are options out there. Maybe your naturopath knows about some of these other options, which is oh, excuse me, natural. excuse me, excuse me. Hmm. This is porcine. It is porcine. Yeah, which is pork. Porcine. Right? I, this is not a good example, but there are not other a, examples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm reading, I'm reading the very fine print. It says. Yeah. It's got it's got no gluten. It's got no you know nothing nothing no nothing. yeast no dairy. But it says but it's got it it does it is porcine derived. So natural desiccated thyroid. Okay. Uh, also referred to as NDC. Okay. Yeah. But you know okay. no problem. All right. Oh, we've got an email from Andrea. My friend told me about a fascinating episode that she listened to a while back about the COVID vaccine and cardiology issues. Could you maybe, is this a, 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 a podcast that you did, Dr. Hoffman, maybe in November? Well, I I'm think at the I, I've certainly talked to Dr. McCullough about it. Oh, and, Peter McCullough, yeah, Peter sure. McCullough. And, you know, so, yeah. uh, th and that was actually, I listed that as one of my uh, top yeah. podcasts of 2023. But anyway, uh, so the concern is that there is a phenomenon that occurs where uh, blood clotting is dramatically increased. And you get um, if uh, you take that as well as maybe the flu shot at the same time, or is this different? No, that, just this the blood is a different thing. Just, just, just from uh, just from the COVID vaccine alone, yeah. although you may amplify that by taking two things simultaneously. Mm -hmm. uh, that there's an increase in blood clotting that's been documented. Yeah, increase in blood clotting. There's also been an increase in myocarditis. Mm -hmm. So people, you know, have there's a, oh, I, I'm sorry, I. Yeah. I you, I stand corrected. You did. You were correct that I uh, referred to an article which showed that if you simultaneously get the COVID vaccine and the flu shot, it somewhat increases your risk of stroke. Yeah. Not like you know tenfold, but right, right. by a certain double digit, digit percentage points, mm. which means that the events are rare but significant because they and. I got to tell you that this is anecdotal, but I had a guide when I was traveling in Lithuania, and she was a relatively young woman. She was in her 40s or maybe early 50s, mm -hmm. and um, she was relatively free of risk factors. She took the first two COVID shots, and then she took a booster, and within two or three days, she had a stroke, uh, oh, which boy. she recovered from, fortunately. Yeah. Uh, but she had, and the doctors said, look, I mean, it's too much of a coincidence to discount uh -huh. that you had the stroke in close proximity to your COVID booster. So it doesn't have necessarily have to happen on the first shot. Yeah. It can happen on the fourth or fifth shot. Then there's myocarditis, which is well documented, especially yeah. in young, young men. Yeah. And why that's significant is that that's the very population who are least likely to benefit. So what that does is it, it tilts the risk-benefit equation towards risk. Yes. The risk of something pretty serious outweighs the slight benefit that it may convey to someone who's just going to have a relatively mild flu. We right. had, you saw our patient today, we saw a mm -hmm. patient together, she said, oh, I had COVID around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, how was it? And uh, she said, uh, it was relatively mild. Mm -hmm. It was relatively mild. 
Actually, we two the two patients we saw today, one was 66 and one was 82. Yes. They both had COVID. Yeah. And one of them had had no vaccines. Mm-hmm. And the other one had had uh, several vaccines. Yes. But the, w- the one who had no vaccines, I said, well, how was it? She said, well, it was uncomfortable, but it wasn't anything unusual for right. me. Right, yeah. And, you know, so uh, this is evidence of, in a so-called high-risk group yeah. that COVID is not... That devastating. Now, I will admit that there is an increase in hospitalization mm-hmm. from COVID and other respiratory infections this time of year. Yeah. What else is new? What else is new? That's been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. I mean, they used to call pneumonia the old man's friend. It would be yeah. like a way to peacefully leave this veil of tears, uh, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. better than languishing, mm-hmm. you know, with some very chronic disease for many years. Yeah. Andrea, if you're looking for that podcast, go to drhoffman.com. That's drhoffman.com. Click on listen, and it'll give you the whole podcast index. You, you should be able to find it there. Right. So look for it there in the in the notes. But by the way, this this mm-hmm. this information is ubiquitous. It's mm-hmm. everywhere. It is. But some of it, I think, is a little um, uh, scaremongering. True. And amplified. True. Because there is this uh, died suddenly thing. There's a documentary called Died Suddenly, hmm. which is, you know, this thing like every time somebody dies uh, unex- inexplicably, uh, they go, well, mm-hmm. you know, they probably just had a vaccine mm-hmm. because it's a high likelihood that anybody who dies has had a vaccine because most people have had a vaccine. If the minority of people haven't had vaccines. Right. And by the way, the uptake of the, of the new booster in the United mm-hmm. States 17%. Oh, even with all those public service announcements I hear on TV? They're firing a lot of people at Pfizer because it didn't pan out for them. Wow. Uh, but it turns out that the guy who wrote that documentary, in and I've, I've followed him on uh, Twitter, all of a sudden he's appearing with the most scurrilous anti-Semitic rhetoric on Twitter, which suggests that he's a nutcase person. Oh my goodness! I'm not going to mention his name, but the, wow. he is the 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 originator of the Died Suddenly documentary. So he is an eccentric thinker. Mm. You know, it it clearly suggests that he's not in possession of his rational faculties. Yeah, I mean, we're talking yeah. like not um, and like somebody who's sort of you know mildly anti-Zionist, but like good old-fashioned, you know. Uh, the Jews control the world kind of stuff, you know, and th- that suggests to me that... Almost sounds like a Nazi. Yeah, but it suggests that we have people at the fringes of both ends of ideology True. who uh, were exaggerating. Yeah. You know, we had people exaggerating the efficacy of the vaccine mm-hmm. and, you know, condemning people who didn't take the vaccine as, you know, that they should die. Yeah. and. And then we had people who, you know, amplified the threat of the vaccine that we're all going to turn into, uh, you know, the zombies and it's an apocalypse because yes. everybody's taken it. There's a great movie made about it. Everybody's walking with their, but what's made everybody a zombie is their phones. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's more of a concern. Oh, my goodness. So, okay. Andrea, there you go. If you want to look for that, go to drhoffman.com. You'll find a whole lot of podcasts that you may be interested in in listening to. Okay. We've got an email from Grace. I have a 14-year-old granddaughter who has guttate psoriasis 
and it's had it on the and off. The just refers to the, the pattern of the psoriasis. Oh. It's sort of more linear, in, in my opinion. Okay. okay. But it's, it's, it's under the rubric of psoriasis. Okay. She's 14. She's had it on and off for about five years. It covers almost her entire body, and it's not yet been treated with any success by conventional methods. Her parents do not want her to use a steroid cream. Dr. Hoffman, can you help? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, first of all, um, psoriasis. Uh, there's a gut link to the, to psoriasis. There's a diet link to psoriasis, yeah, and it's autoimmune. Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to put people on an autoimmune paleo diet. Yeah. And get rid of the junk, which is hard in a kid, fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Right. But you know, if this is something that's so important to the appearance, is is how you get them because if, yeah. it, if it has to do with appearance. It's all over our body. Yeah, they'll 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 want to do something. They'll want to you know, undertake very radical yeah. change. Yeah. So if you tell them, look, try the diet, take these supplements. The supplements of concern are higher dose vitamin D. We can go pretty high with vitamin D. Lots of omega three fish oil. Yes. Uh, this can make a difference. Yeah. And actually, I, I got a new insight is that uh, CBD may actually have anti-inflammatory effects, even topically. Oh, wow. Even topically. All those lovely yeah. receptors. Yeah, on the skin. Yeah. yeah. Because they're receptors, cannabinoid uh -huh. receptors in the skin. So those are some of the things that we can apply. And, you know, maybe low-dose naltrexone can mm. be also a, a good thing for... Autoimmunity. Look, it looks like um, she's headed for a collision with some of these really powerful psoriasis medications, yeah. though, which are, you know, they can be effective, but they also are immunosuppressive, and uh, it would be a shame to have to go on them. But you know, you have we have to think in terms of what is causing the psoriasis, and the place to look is the diet, the lifestyle, all that kind yeah. of thing. Their exposures. Uh, yeah, we're always happy to treat those. psoriasis patients. We don't yeah. sometimes get them completely yeah. resolved, but usually we'll see considerable improvement. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. This is what I've seen mm -hmm. so far in because yeah. you don't couple a fair of decades. Number of them, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, a psoriasis patient will come in. We take them off gluten. The psoriasis gets remarkably better, but it does not completely remit. Right, right. So we take them off cow's milk dairy we keep them on goat sheep because they love dairy and you know how far do you want to go it gets a little better but it does not completely remit in 90 percent of my cases of psoriasis i have only seen complete abatement of it with with the complete elimination of dairy dairy okay not just cow's milk okay. casein right. but goat and sheep so right. gluten obviously right. but also all of dairy and it's Quite remarkable. And a low carb diet, sort low of a clean diet. Grain certainly. free doesn't have to be sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's still like an it's still paleo, -ish, paleo. but yeah. at the very least, it's yeah. gluten and dairy free. Okay. At the very least, gluten dairy free. They might have some quinoa and things like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be low carb. Okay. They could eat starchy vegetables and things mm -hmm. like that. You know, one of the things I've noticed is yeah. that well, it's not always the case. I see psoriasis commercials. And realistically, in the psoriasis commercials, uh, some of the actors in the psoriasis commercials are overweight. Mm -hmm. And they're really, and that at least reflects the realism that there is a, not a one-to-one -one correspondence, there are plenty of very thin people who have psoriasis. But statistically, if you're more met syndrome and overweight and have more body fat, you're more likely to have psoriasis. Yeah. A lot of those pharmaceutical ads I'm finding are people with some metabolic abnormality. They're no longer the right, you know, because this is 
more accepted now. Yeah. You know, no more body shaming, no right. more all of this, whatever. But okay, you know, be like, look like that, and you're going to need a diabetes drug if you're not going to do anything else about it. But take a drug, right. you know. So here we are. And and Grace said, several decades ago, I was listening to Dr. Hoffman on the radio. At the time, I had terrible eczema, and someone had just called into the radio station. They had the same problem. And Dr. Hoffman rec recommended cod liver oil, and it worked. Within several days, the well, intense itching stopped. Why it worked is it has omega-3 and has yeah. a lot of vitamin D. Yeah. And vitamin A may be good, too, for the skin. Oh, vitamin yeah. A, absolutely. Right. Yeah. The problem with vitamin cod liver oil skin. is that you can, if you take too much of it, you can go toxic on vitamin A, right. especially. Too so these days the we recommend, you know, targeted use of, um, you know, lots of fish oil, yeah. vitamin D, maybe some vitamin A. Some but zinc. Then we can control the amounts that go diet. in. Very clean diet, yeah. Zinc, absolutely, for eczema. Yeah. Uh, vitamin C too help with the healing of the repair mm -hmm. of the skin too. So that's something. Grace, thank you very much. I just want to share something that uh, mm -hmm. you know at year end that I want to alert our listeners to because, as you all know, America's facing an unprecedented crisis and it's really around nutrition. Nutrition is at the root of many mm -hmm. of the problems that affect America, obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cancer, GI illnesses, autoimmunity, and even, you know, mental, psychological problems. Absolutely. And my organization, the American Nutrition Association, is at the vanguard of the fight to put nutrition front and center within U.S. healthcare. So please support the American Nutrition Association. And it's really a grassroots organization, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, it's a fairly new organization. Yeah, it's it's for the public. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's also a lot of health professionals involved. Uh, just go to dearhoffman.com slash ANA to make your contribution. I'll be matching all donations up to $5,000. And if you benefited from any of the interventions that we talk about here on Intelligent Medicine, one way of, uh, you know, don't send flowers or chocolate. Please don't send chocolate. <laughs> Because we have plenty of chocolate from Flava Naturals, one of our sponsors. I get yes. samples. Uh, don't send booze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but send your don't you know, send your donations yeah. uh, to match my contribution of five thousand dollars. We or I'll match all your donations up to five thousand dollars. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, in fact, even if, if we don't reach that threshold, I'll still contribute five thousand yeah. dollars. A very very worthy cause. Yeah. So you can. Uh, you can further the cause of nutrition. All right, that's my infomercial. Okay. We All have right. any, uh, oh, so good point at which to uh, conclude our <laughs> <laughs> broadcast for this week. Actually, we have one more in store for us uh, in 2023. So this is uh, uh, hasta la vista for 20, uh, you know, until next week. Yep. Uh, and then we yep. will move on to a new year. Yeah. So, uh, wishing you a very Merry Christmas this yes. week. And then uh, next year, I think we'll do a fresh edition. But keeping you company through the holidays, yes. you can binge on Q&A with Layla's. <laughs> and uh, if you missed anything, you know, right. unless you're like the most obsessive listener, you may have missed some pearls of wisdom that we shared with our audience yeah. in prior editions of Q&A with Layla's. So, we're going to run them consecutively. Uh, a bunch of our best times during the holidays. So tune in. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. We'll see you next week.
I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.